Hello world and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damien and Tyler. On today's podcast, we discuss movie characters in our lives. All right, Tyler, so you came up with this idea. I think you came up with this idea like, I don't know, it feels like six months ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a while ago. So what was your, what? what's this idea? Why did you come up with it? I love it, but why don't you, why don't you give us a little backstory? Sure. So I think the idea came watching a movie and I just had the thought of, oh, this guy would be, I'd love to have this guy as a friend. Or I don't remember the specific example. Maybe I thought this, I would hate to have this person as my wife, something like that. <laughs> okay. So, um, and then I just got to thinking other categories, you know, who, what kind of coworker in a movie would I love to be working with? Um, and so that's, that's it. And I, jotted down a few ideas with you about what um, types of people we could discuss and the types of movie characters that uh, resonate with us or, or are in a lot of movies that we might have some thoughts about. So that's it. Pretty simple. Yeah. It's a good idea though. So it's, it's not, it's different than our lists, right? Mm-hmm. Our drafts. It's kind of a list, but it's, it's much more of, I don't know. I feel like we're going to get, we're going to learn a little bit about each other based on the the answers we have for these. Damien, you hate lists, and yet you seem to be on a lot of list podcasts. I'm okay with the lists. I, okay. The problem is when it comes to ranking things. Oh. Got it. It's like comparing things, essentially. Um, I mean, I guess you could say that, yeah. Okay. But this is all, you're not, this is subjective, I guess. Well, everything is subjective. That's probably why you dislike it, correct? <laughs> no, I like subjectivity. <laughs> All right. It's All right. it's purely the ranking saying like this one's better than the other. Got it. That's fair. That's fair. So this isn't that though, right? No, I is don't that, think so. Is that what this is in your eyes? No, I don't think so. I, I actually like quite like the idea. And I think I first had this thought uh, when in the Back to the Future podcast when we talked mm-hmm. about, um, you know, would you like your dad when you mm-hmm. were a kid? Sure. I forget exactly how that came up in the conversation, but um, but I thought about that briefly, and so yeah, I'm, I'm I was glad to see that Ty had a full like podcast idea around that sort of theme. So yeah, I, I think the original question is, would you have hung out with your with your dad in in high school? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I'm also the answer ter- for me is still no. Yeah, the answer for me is still no as well, and I think the answer for Tyler is probably still yes. Yeah, his was. I think he's the most like his father, so that's probably why. Yeah, true. All right, I got. I got. I. I. I didn't know how to approach this. I didn't want to put a ton of research in it, meaning I didn't want to look at lists mm-hmm. and then kind of get my ideas from that. Usually, um, it sounds dumb, but because I have a lot of physical media, I'll quickly peruse. Like, I'll open up a shelf and like see what movies are there and see if just looking at names of movies will jar any memories. Um, I partially did that, but with this, it's really just whatever came to mind. And it's, it's the first thing. And I'm sure much like when we did like the best comedies of the nineties and I forgot to put Friday on there. And then Tyler <laughs> mentioned Friday, I'm going to have forgotten something. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is really for me, just first thing that came to my mind. How did you come up with your list, Tyler? Same way, really. Um, that when I came, I guess, not that this is an original idea, but when I first started thinking about it, they, 
a few of them came to mind right off the bat. Um, and that was mostly how it happened the rest for the rest of them. Okay. What about you, Damien? Yeah. It's no secret that I'm terrible about like the mental recall of movies that I've seen in the past. Sure. So this one was a little bit tough for me, but I did the same. Like I intentionally didn't want to try and go look up lists or do research or anything. So it was mostly just sitting and kind of brainstorming. Okay. It's funny because as we're talking about this right now, something just came to my mind <laughs> and I like want to jot it down um, as we're talking. So I think I'll add that to that. Um, yeah. Cause I know you had mentioned that you wanted to actually do some research on this one opposed to just like you said, cause you have a, a difficult time with that. Yeah. I, I think what I, I think I said probably research, but what I meant is I just needed time to sit down and think about it because it's not, it's not something obviously that I'd want to just completely do off the cuff. Sure. Um, but I had, I had to like sit down and think about about the different categories. So when you sat down and thought about it and you thought about a specific movie, just say, I don't know if that's how you did it or, or more characters came right to mind. So if you thought about a specific movie, did you pull a lot of different characters from that movie to fill in different questions, different answers? No, for, for me, how I thought about it was purely on like what the category was. And then I like okay. mentally scanned through movies. Got to see it. if anybody okay. fit. Okay. What about you, Tyler? Same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't have any overlap. There's nobody um, from the same movie, you know, no two people from the same movie. So it was really just thinking category by category of really who would fit. Yeah. Okay. So I went, I went a little bit of both. So for me, I do have some overlap, but then I would also try to think about other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be interesting. So it sounds like our lists are going to be hopefully really, really different. Uh, for every one of my categories, I do have multiple uh, multiple answers with the exception of like two or three. Um, but I do have a number one and then I'll have some other honorable mentions. I know both of you said for the most part, potentially that's going to be the same for you. Surprisingly, Tyler, who usually is the one with the most shit, was just like, no, I just have an answer because you're just clear and concise on this one. You're passionate <laughs> about the answers. Surprisingly, yeah. I don't know. Or lazy. I didn't think too much about it. <laughs> No, man, you're not. I mean, this is your idea. You're not lazy. This is your, this is your child. You birthed this. So <laughs> uh, hopefully it does well. If it doesn't, I'll make sure to, to let you know every time you bring an idea to the table. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Um, you guys just want to get started? Yeah. Yep. So let's do, uh, let's do back and forth. So we'll do, so for every category, every question, we have a good and a bad. So we essentially have the best and the worst. So we'll start with the best. And we'll go Damien, Tyler, myself. So, Damien, best friend. So, who is, who would you want as your best friend that is a movie character? Okay. So, do you want, like, honorable mention first? Yeah. Okay. My honorable mention, I feel like, is going to be on everybody's list somewhere or somebody that everybody thought of, um, at least in, in the general area. And I'll just spit it out. And there were two, actually. Um, Samwise and Gimli, uh, which, which like when you're talking about best friends, it's going to be pretty tough to beat any of these, any, basically any of the fellowship because they're going to want to do, they're going to go and do whatever it is you want to do. So those are my honorable mentions. Um, so Gimli, hold on. So, so Gimli, because of his relationship with Legolas, that's why? No, I, Gimli, because he's, he's down for whatever. Okay. Yeah. But is he down for whatever with anybody or is it specific to Legolas? 
I mean, I think like if you are his good friend, then he's going to be down for whatever. Like he's going to be okay. a very loyal friend. Okay. All yeah. Right. Fair enough. You're trying to like, you want to trek out to Mordor? Like, I feel like he's down. We'll go see my cousins. <laughs> you we'll go need see to throw cousins. him over. Yeah. You have to like throw him over onto a, onto a fucking ledge to have him mow down some, uh, <laughs> some, who the hell did they fight? I can't even remember. But yeah, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't tell right. anybody. Okay. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. <laughs> My actual pick is a little bit obscure, um, but bear with me. Okay. And I'm going to go, and actually for all of these categories, because like I said, I didn't do research, it's going to be a mixture of like their character name and or the actor name, whichever one came to my brain. Sure. So this one was the actor name, um, Lil Ray Howery, uh, who is the friend who helps the main character in Get Out. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's a good oh, one. God, yes. Yeah. That's a good one. I didn't even think of that, but that's a good one. Because he's looking out for his dude the whole time. He knows something's wrong. He goes, he uses <laughs> all of his resources basically as a detective, comes out with a piece to help his homie. So, okay. Like, that's it. What a pick. Yeah. yeah that's a great, what a that's great a good, pick. That's your ride or die. You went like super, super obscure. Mm-hmm. But the first, yeah, your first one, you're like, all right, everybody's going to have Sam. I think everybody's going to have Samwise on there. Uh, like he's the quintessential best friend. Like yeah. that's just, but then you went obscure and I like it. Yeah. I dig it. Okay. <laughs> but you're like, I don't, I don't know the guy's real name or I don't know his character name. I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't remember his character name and I had to, I, I, I remembered his actor name, but I had to look it up to confirm. All right. Fair enough. Tyler, is that your number one as well? I wish that's that's like an unbeatable pick. That dude, it's that movie great. is great in every way, yeah. and that guy might be the best part of a fantastic movie. I love that guy. Yeah, His name is Rod in the movie, by the way. Great um, pick. I had, I had some honorable mentions just to um, Samwise. I had a hard time not making him number one um, for all the obvious reasons, and then um, Red from Shawshank, <clears throat> a guy who in the worst possible place, basically, um, helps Andy Dufresne become, you know, at least manage his life there and then follows him to Cihuatanejo after he gets out. So he has a but, career uh, criminal though. He's reformed. Eh. <laughs> he doesn't really he give a shit. Time. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> but I, I went number one with Mikey from Goonies. Okay. And his, his entire community is about to be uprooted from their home so that Troy's dad and his country club shitbird dad can build a golf course. Data, he's going from Astoria, Oregon to Detroit, like the most culture shock you could ever experience. It's traumatizing time for these kids here. And Mikey saves the day. He's the one who leads all these, these seven goonies on this adventure of a lifetime, encouraging everybody. He remembers the stories about Chester Copperpot and One-Eyed Willie that helps them along the way, step by step. And then he snatches the jewels at the end in his little marble bag and saves the day. They don't have to move and control, tell Troy to get <laughs> fucked. So now you guys went, you went way more wholesome, Tyler, than I'm <laughs> going to. And Damien, I think you did as well. So I don't feel great. Again, I think this is going to show more about us specifically mm-hmm. than it is... I don't know. I don't feel good about this. Okay, so I have Samwise in my honorable mentions like everybody because that's just the first person that comes to mind. The second person that comes to mind is Stu from Scream, Billy's friend, Mm. because that motherfucker is just murdering people to essentially help his friend get over 
the trauma of losing his mom and his parents getting divorced. So that's like a, that's the quintessential ride or die, right? Like he's, I'm just here for you. Let's go murder people. Yep. But my number one, and I think I've talked to Damien about this, is super obscure, and it's Jem from The Town. So it's Jeremy Renner's character from The Town. Mm. They grew up together. Ben Affleck's character has a promising, like, potential future in hockey. But Jem hears that someone is going to come confront Ben Affleck as a youth. So Jem meets the guy before, shoots him, then takes the rap so that... Ben Affleck can potentially go to play NHL hockey. So I need a friend in my life that's going to back me up like that. But then on top of it, he gives the 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 best – it's the best um, show of what a friend would do. Ben Affleck tells him, hey, we have to go hurt some people. Hmm. And I can't tell you why, and you can never ask why. And Jem literally just says, whose car are we taking? Like, who's driving? <laughs> Like, that's a friend I need. You need my help. I'm down, like, for whatever it is. True, homicidal, bit crazy, probably get you in trouble in the long the long run. But he's down for you. It doesn't matter. So that's what I need in my life. I can't I argue sh- with that. Yeah, I actually thought about him, and I intentionally left it off the list because I was like, there's no chance you don't pick him. <laughs> um, and we've talked about that scene, the last scene that you talked about, a number of times. One of my favorite scenes in recent. It, it, it's not. Uh, it's not going to be like the best acted, even though he got nominated for an Academy Award for that movie. Hmm. It's one of the most memorable scenes for me in any movie in a long time. Yeah, just the way he responds and just like his. You can tell from watching him and listening to his character. You knew right away that his response is going to be like, "Yeah, you know I'm down. Like I don't. You don't need yeah. to tell me. Like let's go hurt some people." Like he's just down for his friends, yeah, his friends and family, and and it's again to his detriment and to his friends' detriment, or it's to his family and friends' detriment that they that this dude is in their life. But like when you need him, he's there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like it does. You could ask him to do anything, and he's like, cool. Yep. All right. Worst friend, Damien, the okay. person you want in your in your life the least. Okay. So honorable mention first. Uh, Julia Roberts in My Best Friend's Wedding. <laughs> Dude, she fucking sucks. <laughs> because is there a worse friend than somebody who comes to your wedding and essentially tries to steal your spouse? <laughs> no, but I love that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty bad. Um, my other quick honorable mention, this this one straddles like best and worst friend, but it was Ed from Shaun of the Dead. You mm. son of a bitch. Yeah, because like... <laughs> On one hand, he's awesome. Dude just wants to have fun, but he really is just bringing you down. Yeah. 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 Get your sh- get your shit together. Get your <laughs> shit. Yeah. Get your sort your fucking life out. <laughs> sort your life out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my actual pick is going to be a group of friends, uh, which is the plastics for Mean Girls. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Terrible. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. They're not. They bring nothing to your life. Right. And they're not like in the Jeremy Renner category where at least they're going to help you hurt people when you need them to. They're literally just out for themselves and they choose to keep you around in case they can use you. Well, and they turn each other against each other. Yeah. Like, you know who's not doing that? Jim. (laughs) True. (laughs) Like, like he's not doing that. So, yeah, when you have a group of friends who also are like trying to manipulate and sabotage each other, I'm good. Super good. 
Tyler? That segues perfectly into my honorable mention of Rachel McAdams, whose character name I forget, but Regina she is George. the ringleader. What's that? Regina George. Of course, yeah. Um, as the ringleader of the plastics, mm-hmm. she manipulates everybody and basically brings out the worst of them all. I'm sh- I would imagine those other two might not be who they are in the movie without her influence, so I singled her out. <clears throat> but you could certainly take all three of them because they're sure. terrible. Number one, I'm going with Walter from The Big Lebowski. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You could sum it up by saying he just got an anger problem and pulled a gun on somebody over a petty bowling alley dispute. That's enough right there. You just don't need that person in your life, especially on your bowling team. But he also <laughs> he also takes over the hostage negotiations and puts the dude's life in danger further. He's a dick to Donnie, who's just this innocent, simple guy who just likes to ask questions super dick just keeps yelling at him and then the moment where he's trying to spread down his ashes and they just go all over jeff bridges <laughs> on the cliff could you imagine i can't even imagine if that happened to me if somebody was oblivious enough to know that they were spreading human ashes all over my face I, yeah that's walter right i'm out can't why is he so mad at the bowling it's because the guy faulted right and he's like right. put Step a, put a zero line. down yeah yeah, yeah. And he's like, we don't roll on, what is it, Sabbath? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sabbath, Sabbath, yeah. Yeah. It's, I love that dude. Not yeah. not in my life, but I love his character so much. Fantastic character. Terrible friend. Okay. All right. So I have Ed as well from Shaun of the Dead for everything Damien said. I mean, he's he's a great time. Um, but then when the zombie apocalypse, zombie apocalypse is happening, he literally just wants to like text and take photos and like drive a Jaguar obscenely fast. Um, he has no really concern for like what, what's actually happening. So that's one of my, my, one of my honorable mentions. I'm going to go a little different here with, with another honorable mention. And I'm just going to mention someone from TV because it just, I had such a visceral reaction to this, this person and this question. And it's Nancy from stranger things. Like mm. you, all you want to do is fuck Steve and you let your best friend Barb, who's like the best person in the world, get eaten by a fucking monster. And then you're going to lie about it for like months and months and months. Play the victim. Lie to her family. Like she's just the worst. Then when it comes to telling – like you have to out this this group of people that have asked you not to because then you put everybody else in danger. You're just like, fuck it. I'm going to out him because now Barb needs justice. So mm-hmm. she's just like on every level sucks. And then you throw Jonathan in there. He sucks too. So I'm just, I'm very passionate about Jonathan and Nancy from Stranger Things and how terrible they are specifically to Barb. But my worst friend is going to be Harry Potter. Ooh. And I mm. say that because like, I love Harry Potter, right? I love the movies. I love the books. I love that character, but he would just be a terrible friend to have. He's doesn't appear like everybody, everybody, but specifically Ron and Hermione and Lupin are trying to do everything they can to fucking save this kid and help him through his journey. And he just fucking sucks. And he's terrible to everybody. He takes them all for granted. He wants to bail out when Ron's getting married and Ron's, or Ron's family's uh, brother's getting married. And he's just like, bro, we just like, let's just celebrate this thing and then we'll move on. And Harry's like, nah, I'm peacing out in the middle of the night. Like he's just, he's trying to push up on Hermione in the last movie. It's just, it's a bad look. I hate that dude as a friend, great hero, but as a friend would suck. And he casts like the largest shadow 
of anybody True. ever. So like if you're his friend, you're always going to be second, third, fourth place. And maybe that speaks more about again me and maybe not being able to deal with that. But it would just be it would just be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Like Damien and I will go hang out and he knows a lot of people and we'll be walking around and inevitably someone will be like, "Oh, hey, they know him." And it's just awkward for me. So can you imagine if you had if your friend was like the most famous person in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. So Harry Potter's that that that's it for me. That's a good pick. You. I don't know. I I disagree. This guy has more emotional stress no on him than anybody alive. Basically, no parents, by the way. Yeah. And you're like, hey man, can't you just be a little more upbeat? <laughs> no, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he's great as the hero, but I'm saying, and I'm maybe that speaks more about me. I yeah. would have a hard time as him as a friend. But you can't deny he is not grateful to his friends. True. True. I just think of it in nope. the context of look what this poor teenager is going through. So Sure. But I get but you. The, I get you. The way he and Ron treat Hermione specifically as well, it's terrible, man. In the earlier movies and books, yeah. I think it that gets better as they get older and less stupid. Yeah, it's it's the books are worse because of mm-hmm. her kind of how neurotic she is about things and kind of she's over the top about a lot of things and they almost resent her for that and then they gang up on her. I, it just bums me out a little bit. So Yeah, true. But I think he's a great character, great hero, um, but as a friend, <laughs> I'm good. All right, Damien, best spouse. So I don't know if you have – I have a mix of men and women on mine, specifically as the worst it's more men. Um, I don't know how you're where you're going with this, but best spouse. So mine, mine is the opposite. So my okay. best, my best spouses are uh, both men. Okay. So my my honorable mention is Ryan Gosling in The Notebook. Have you watched that movie? He is. It's so much that it's bad. Like the it's my first thought is like the guy's a total sucker. It's, it's too much. It's just, it's all, I don't have anything more to say other than it's just too much. So, so I put him down, but like I said, he's an honorable mention, but, but is, are we talking best? Yes. Okay. But he's your best, even though he's too much. Yeah. Because. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm sticking with that. For, got it. Okay. Sticking with that. Yep. <laughs> um, but my actual pick is Wesley from the princess bride. Mm. okay because because like yeah he's he there's a has a particular skill set of fighting and being able to defend you um willing to go through the fire swamp for you mm-hmm. and then the what is the forest or not the forest the thieves thieves woods something like that anyway the guy's down like <laughs> he's he's looking for true love so what are the creatures, Tyler? The creatures of unusual size or rodents? Of rodents, rodents size. of yeah. unusual size. R U S. Yeah, I pushed that out of my brain. All right, that's that's someone I never thought of, but that's that's a good one. Good one, Damien. It's a devoted not man. as strong, not as strong as your first, as your uh, uh, best friend. That's but... probably my favorite, my favorite pick of of my whole lot. So like, I came okay. out came out swinging with that one. It's going to be downhill from there. You're a big softy. That's what I'm learning about you. You're a little bit soft. Um, I mean, thing. I feel like you already knew that. Mm, we'll see. Okay. We'll talk about it later. All right. Tyler. 
Well, I'm going with, I didn't have an honorable men, honorable mention here. She came to mind <clears throat> right away. It's a movie I love and you two don't really care for. or maybe haven't seen <laughs> Damien. Um, so you might not have much to say, but I'm going Mary Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. And if you're familiar with the movie, then you know that George Bailey has these grand plans to leave his hometown and see the world and live this joy-filled life outside of Bedford Falls. And Mary you could say is the worst spouse because she makes a wish for this to not happen. So she can stay with him. He'll stick around and she'll marry him. And that happens. Uh, and through these series of unfortunate events. And so, but even, even though she in a way prevents him from doing what he wants and living the type of life he wants to lead, uh, she's the one who keeps George afloat throughout all this. She's the one who buys their dream house, uh, before they get married. She keeps the building alone, the bank, from closing down because uh, she gathers the community together, Who all these people who have loved George over the years, and she rallies them and saves it, all the money that was lost. So she's also primary caretaker of their kids, always positive, always supporting, and she's a bit of a dime. So, you know, all that. I'll take <laughs> I get it, man. Yeah. And he's a terrible human being. So anybody who could ride... Stay with him. I get. He's a fucking miserable human being. So, I get it. Life life drags him down, and he becomes a bummer. Sure, absolutely. But then I guess redeems himself at the end. But I mean, I don't know. All I see is like two hours of bummer. (laughs) You know, ten minutes of cool. Fair (laughs) enough. So, all right, that's a good one. I knew you were going there. I figured you did. Yeah. Okay. So my best spouse. So my honorable mention is going to be Adrian from Rocky, and we've discussed Mm. Adrian quite a bit. Um, she's a bit of a downer in, uh, in, in number four, but with good reason, right? Because her husband is going to bounce to another country and fight a dude who just killed the best friend for free. And they paint her as she's a fucking downer, but she's really not, man. She's been ride or die for him forever. And then he's going to do that. And I think he's a fucking asshole, but they make her seem to be the downer. Like they, they paint her in that way. Um, but that's not my number one. My number one is going to be Ellen from the vacation movies. So Ellen, Ellen Griswold. The reason is, can anybody imagine being married to a worse person than Clark Griswold? (laughs) Nope. Mm -mm. They give you, (laughs) they give you scene after scene after scene about how he's unstable, trying to push up on other people all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, um, You know, just maybe, I don't, I'm not going to say violent, (laughs) but potentially like fits of rage. And she is just, there taking care of the family, taking care of the kids, helping him with whatever he needs. Like she is just the epitome of a good spouse. Maybe too good. Maybe she actually needs to 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 tell Clark to to piss off. But she doesn't. Has a great sense of humor. And to Tyler's point, is a bit of a dime. Yeah. Loved that lady when I was little. So I'm going yeah, Ellen from v- the vacation movies. Good call. Damien. The worst spouse. All right. So I didn't particularly love my honorable mentions that I had written down for worst spouse. So I'm just going to go straight into my number one pick. And this is somebody that has come up on the podcast multiple times, may <laughs> or may not be somebody that you've already guessed or have in your mind. But uh, I'm going to go with Christina Ricci and Black Snake Moan. Mm. <laughs> is she somebody's spouse, though? I mean, they're, I figured it was close enough. They're not like... Okay. Act, I don't think they actually got married, right? Okay. In the movie? Anyway. Timberlake? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, but she's bad. Bad news. Bad news. <laughs> like just, just, just because or what? Well, I mean, if, I feel like if you haven't seen the movie, you should probably go see it. It's fantastic. But she's got some issues. I oh, God, I wish I remembered what Samuel L. Jackson says that she has. She's got a, a case of something. Mm. Anyway, not uh, doesn't have a lot of qualities that you want in a significant other. <laughs> Right, but it's it's like mid to late nineties Christina Ricci. Right. <laughs> so it's a fine line. Right. She's on some positive lists for me as well. <laughs> and that probably speaks more about you than anything else. That absolutely speaks volumes about me. All right. Tyler, for sure you're not gonna have Christina Ricci from Black Snake Mode. No, no. I wasn't aware that she had a significant other. Um that was an enjoyable movie from what I remember. I should probably watch it again. There's a lot. There's a whole lot of Sam Jackson memes. Like I think that's been yes. the most uh, memorable thing about that movie is all the crazy eye memes of Sam Jackson. Yep, yep. Second most right. memorable to late '90s Christina Ricci. Yeah. <laughs> um, worst spouse. I almost went with Adrian Balboa, Anthony. I I get that Rocky puts her in a hard place, puts their family in a hard place. You can't really rationalize what he does going to Moscow to fight Drago, but just I mean. Telling him straight up you can't win to Rocky Balboa? That's like a childhood hero. I, I I wasn't down with that. I mean, Rocky Balboa had gotten essentially murdered by Clever Lang in the movie before. Then comes back and wins, no doubt. Yeah. Um, but then watches Apollo get mur- literally murdered mm-hmm. by Drago. So, I mean, I don't know that, that Sly Stallone, that Rocky's still in his peak. In, in the in the in the apex of his career at that moment, so maybe maybe just you know maybe maybe don't fight the stereo or the the ster- steroid like junkie from from Russia. Maybe just don't fight flat top Russian. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you got a or point for there. free. True, true, and get brain damage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. So I didn't end up going with Adrian. Real quick, going how, with- how on on the note of Rocky. How many podcasts do you think in a row we will talk about doing steroids? Well, this is two now. Yeah. I mean, we can keep it going. I don't know how your, how's your, what do you call it? It's not a session. What is it? A uh, cycle. How's your cycle going? My cycle, it's not going very well. I need to do way more steroids because I'm not very big. Okay. Damn. We'll see. I mean, it depends on how your cycle goes and we'll figure out when we, uh, and then depending on how many people think that that's an actual real thing, like your child in Japan. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry, Tyler. No problem. I'm going number one, or my, my main terrible spouse, unequivocally, is Earl from Waitress, played by Jeremy Sisto. Have you guys seen Waitress? No. Carrie Russell. It's a really good movie. I, I, I know of it, yeah. Good movie. Broadway musical now, too. But Jeremy Sisto, who is, oh, what's his name, in Clueless? Uh oh fuck. Ev- yeah. Is it Evan? Creep no, Creeper on Elisa Silverstone on Cher in uh in Clueless. Yeah, but Brittany Murphy calls him what well, she says his name funny. Yeah. Elton. 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 Yeah. Elton. So that fucking guy who's terrible in that movie too <laughs> is just the worst, most oppressive husband ever. Makes you know, Carrie Russell is this she works in a diner, she makes delicious pies and she makes him <laughs> He makes her give all, give all, give her all the money, and every possible trope and stereotype of a bad husband is what Earl is, and you want him to be punched in the face repeatedly. So, 
Check out the movie. It's a good movie. All right. I don't know if anybody's ever told me to check out a Carrie Russell movie, but I'm not <laughs> opposed mean, to it, right? Where do we stand on Felicity? I don't know that I've ever watched Felicity. It's a good show. Now, I've wanted to watch The Americans. I've heard that. She's supposed to be amazing on that when it was on. All right. So I have a, an honorable mention, and it's Cal from Titanic. Mm. So Billy Zane in this movie is marrying – they never say if Rose is underage or not, but it appears that she is, like, right there, and he's clearly not. And he makes it clear that he that, that Rose must obey him. Um, you know, he, he appears that he might beat on her a little bit. And then when the shit, you know, when the ship is going down, when shit's hitting the fan, he's willing to uh, still steal a kid and say like, "Oh, this is my child. I need to get get on a a, a a raft." And he doesn't really ever worry about where his fiance is. So he's just a bad person in general, but is a very bad spouse as well. Rose mm-hmm. is not great either. So let's just get that out of the way. But my number one, and I am so ashamed of both of you guys for not I thought we were going to sweep this I thought all three of us were going to have the same it's fucking Jenny from Forrest Gump (laughs) there is not a worse person in in film history than Jenny from fucking Forrest Gump she she befriends a mentally ill young man um, because her dad appears to be potential I don't know molesting her beating her they never exactly say so I get it she's clinging to a friend because she's kind of an outcast because of that but then she then proceeds to kind of string him along for his whole life and you know you can say right or wrong whatever however you want to go mm. but then when this motherfucker tries to help her when she is in a what seems like a toxic relationship she then tells Forrest to fucking kick rocks but not before having sex with him so cool then somehow reappears with either AIDS or some other STD. They never really clear on that. To drop off the son, who's what five or six, all while my man Forrest has become a shrimp billionaire. <laughs> and I'm sure this is pre-interwebs, but I'm sure she knew that. <laughs> then she's like, "Hey, I'm going to leave the aforementioned kid with you because I'm dying, um, and I hope I didn't give it to you too." <laughs> Deuces. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Um, Godspeed. And yes, he does not have what appears to be the same mental condition that you have. Mm. Just a fucking terrible person. Terrible person. Terrible. Damien, can do you guys want to do you guys want to switch your picks? <laughs> no. I yes, I do want to <laughs> switch my pick. I've there. I've made many poor choices in my life and I've been disappointed in myself for a number of reasons. This is just got moved to the top of the list of reasons that I'm disappointed <laughs> in myself. I can't believe I didn't think about her. Yeah. Every time I hear worst in anything, I want to be able to shoe, shoehorn her in. <laughs> I don't know how, like it doesn't matter. Worst fill in the blank. Jenny from Forrest Gump. <laughs> I loathe that character so much. I'm not yeah. a fan of that movie in general, but she fucking sucks. It's well documented that you are not a fan of Forrest Gump. Yes. To the ta- point. It's got, a, it's got a banger soundtrack. It does. It do, yeah. Like absolute true. banger. You've been hard on her so frequently just in the time of this podcast existing that I feel sympathetic toward her now. <laughs> like, Zero chance. She, I mean, look at her upbringing, of course. That's going to torment Absolutely. everybody throughout life. So... 
I'm looking for reasons to really side with Jenny because, you, like the steroid thing, we've this is two podcasts. It's probably 15 straight podcasts. You brought up Jenny from Forrest Gump. I am sympathetic to her what she had to deal with and the the PTSD and the and the issues that that has probably caused. Um, but it doesn't mean that she then gets to shit on somebody else because of those reasons. True. Yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't give her the right to to take advantage of somebody because she's. And I'm, you know, what do I know? But it appears that she is needing him to fill some sort of a, a void in her life. Sure. I right. don't know that she actually act, really cares about Forrest. She, there's no indication that she actually cares about him. True. So, yep. Damien, best parent. Okay. So, my honorable mention for best parent is Splinter from 1990 <laughs> TMNT. Dude. <laughs> I think you just topped the dude from Get Out. (laughs) Because is there a better father figure than Splinter who who wants nothing other than to impart (laughs) a really amazing and positive um, value set onto his children and for them to like be successful and growth and have balance in their life? Nobody. It's it, this. It was really close. I was gonna say that he was my number one, and I didn't for for a couple of reasons. But anyway, he's amazing. So I, is one of the reasons because he's a rat. No, I, I'm totally accepting of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number one pick um, is Emily Blunt in The Quiet Place. Mm. We're all Quiet Place. Okay. Because right. because. She, because she's willing to sacrifice, you know, basically everything for her children and to, to like put herself through a lot. And she obviously did so much to prepare for the, her child that was even unborn at the time, um, because she wants them to like be, um, able to not just survive, but to thrive in the world that they live in. Um, and obviously she cares, she cares very, very deeply about them. So she's number one. Can I can I ask you a question that's going to make me sound like a terrible person? I'm used to that. Does it make her and Krasinski actually actually bad parents to the other kids, the other two kids, in being irresponsible and having a child during those times? Uh, I don't think so, because they want some sense okay. of normalcy. Like well, they're they're, they're clearly. Again, psychoanalyzing, they just want to have a kid to replace the kid that got killed. Um, maybe. maybe, like... Yeah, maybe. which is understandable. Like, that shit happens, right? That's... Yeah. But I, I've always found that interesting in that movie. I've always thought, in any movie, you know, or TV show like Walking Dead, when something happens like that, like, shouldn't you be more responsible to the group or to... I understand at some point you have to rebuild civilization. Like, that's the goal, I think. But isn't there a right time to do that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a hard, it's a hard situation that none of us is currently in to, that, you know, to give the actual answer <laughs> sure. for how we would address it. But if you just like accept the circumstances for what they are, um, and look at her as a parent, I think there's a yeah. there's a strong case there. Yeah, I think her and Krasinski are both really good parents in that in that movie. Yeah. All right, strong choice. But I, I mean, I think you got to go. I think you got to go with Splinter. I know. I really. I mean, you know how I feel about Splinter. I do. In uh, in nineteen ninety TMNT. Man, what a great 
you want to re you want to re-record that and just go with Splinter number one? <laughs> just just <laughs> cut it up and post. <laughs> All right, Tyler, your uh, your best parent. The first person who came to mind for me is Ferris Bueller's mom. And <laughs> nobody loves their piece of shit child as much as Katie Bueller loves Ferris. She's Ferris just, sucks. Right, terrible guy, T- terrible student every way. I mean, fun, cool, but terrible friend. Right. She's just the sweetest lady. She's got this sweet demeanor, very concerned that her son is deathly ill, this little delinquent <laughs> bastard of a child. And you could probably say she's completely out of touch with <laughs> what's going on in her home because she has no idea that he's ditched school nine times in a semester. That's like you and me, sophomore year, Anthony. We just didn't yeah, go I'm to school. S- I'm still shocked that I graduated, <laughs> that I that I got decent grades. Right. <laughs> So it's a major parenting flaw, but I think just in terms of pure unconditional love, someone who just looks at their kid with adoring eyes, it's Katie Bueller, and that goes a long way in my book. Isn't she terrible to the daughter, though? Yeah. She's she's <laughs> harder on her. She expects more yeah. out of her. And so I think that's tough love. Um, that's how I view that. You know, she's, yeah. she's more of a normal parent with her than yeah. she is with Ferris who gets a free pass and lives his own yeah. life without any supervision whatsoever. But nobody, <laughs> nobody comforts a child the way that she does in that movie. It's, yeah. it's just sweet. I, I would imagine that Ferris is very charming and she sees yeah. that and he's lovable where the sister is more like straight laced, right. getting shit done. Yep. Doesn't, doesn't have the charm. And that's probably why she's, she's a little more lenient with one or the other. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's your, that's your, that's it. You that's got no all I got. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So I have two. Um, so my, my honorable mention is George Banks from Father of the Bride. Because mm-hmm. he's just, I mean, he has this vision of his daughter and he's done well for himself. He and his wife, they've been able to, to, you know, they have a beautiful house, beautiful, great job, provide for the kids. And he's going away for, to study abroad, comes back with a guy and, even though it's like into the world for him, he's able to see what she likes and be able to understand why she likes him and accept him as a, as a, as a son. So I think that he's, he's a good parent. Yeah. Um, but my number one is actually a set of parents and it's Arthur and Molly Weasley mm. from Harry Potter right. because they're just the best man. Again, for as shitty as Harry is, yeah. they take him in. They know that there's a potential like bringing him in marks them essentially for death. And they're just like, look, we, we're, we're accepting you as a son. We have this extended family. We understand what you don't have, and we're going to take care of you. Every summer, we're going to have what you, you we're going we're gonna to give you everything you need. We're going to make sure you're eating good, yep. uh, make sure you get where you need to go. Everything brings in the Order of the Phoenix to, to, to protect Harry. And then they're just great to their kids as well. Yeah. Like they by no means have, have a lot of money, but they're able to provide for their kids still, um, protect their kids. I mean, Molly kills Bellatrix at the end mm-hmm. because she's trying to kill her daughter. It's I think that they're the epitome of of great parents, especially in that story. Yeah, super so. warm people. Very yeah, loving. Yeah, yeah love gingers it. though. <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust them. What? I'm just saying, man. You know how I feel about oh, it. Oh, everybody knows how you feel about it. <laughs> I don't know this. <laughs> Tell oh, me. It's Tell been me on, more. It's been on the podcast. Gingers oh. are one. Of, they're either very attractive or heartless. Serial killers. Okay. So, and my daughter appears to be maybe a little bit of ginger. 
So I'm a little worried about this. <laughs> oh, she got, she got a little bit of red hair. I keep meaning so. to go and look at the reviews after every time you talk about gingers, <laughs> because I don't know. Because I, I just gotta imagine there's there's one in there waiting for you. They probably have like small hands, like carny folk. Are they able to type? <laughs> Smell like cabbage. <laughs> Smell like cabbage. <laughs> exactly. What a great reference. Yeah. Oh, I love Austin Powers. Um, all right, Damien, worst parent. Okay, worst parent. Uh, my honorable mention is going to Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems because oh. it is really hard for me to think <laughs> of a worse human being yeah. maybe ever. And yeah. and that movie was literally like two hours of me on the verge of having an anxiety attack. Yeah, that's what it's it's stressful for the sake of being stressful. It's it was so stressful the whole time. Uh and he's such a terrible parent. Terrible. Terrible parent. Um anyway, so giving it to him for the honorable mention. My number one pick is Jack Torrance from The Shining. Because yeah. he literally yeah. is trying to murder his family. <laughs> but then then he also, when he's having the conversation with the fake, the ghost bartender, he's like, did I hit him? Yeah, I fucking hit him and she'll never let that shit go. Like he's fucking expl- trying to explain away his, his abuse to his son. Yeah. And that's why his wife doesn't like him. He's fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. It was just a, a momentary lapse of muscular <laughs> yeah. coordination. Yeah, and that bitch will not let it go. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the kid's got the the shining though, so I you, you might need to put him down. It's true. It doesn't seem like reason to murder him or your wife, but you know, fuck do I know? Fuck do you know? Yeah, he's terrible, dude. He could fit in a lot of these categories. I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyler. I had a, quite a few people here. A lot of shitty dads in the movie world. Um, one of the first. Uh, honorable mentions is Peter McAllister who every adult in that movie is a, is a piece of shit, but he's just like, can't even be bothered to really be bothered or traumatized that his son is on another continent. Um, the, you know, Joe Pesci and the pizza guy show up and he's just like, I don't know. Someone else will handle it. And he's just, yeah, completely checked out. Doesn't care. Fucking asshole. Um, people to do that for him. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, the dad in Dead Poet Society, um, mm. who is the most oppressive father you've probably ever seen, dictates what his son can and can't do at school, causes his son to commit suicide, and then is sort of um, redeemed by the shitty administration of the school at the end and made it, of course, they, they pin it on Robin Williams. Hate that guy. Hate that guy a lot. But I'm going with a clear cut number one for me, Denethor. Um, oh yeah. Uh, in Lord of the Rings, in Two Towers, mm. this all ha- this has happened across Return of the King as well, or all just is it contained to Two Towers? I can't remember. No, Denethor is just Return of the King, isn't he? Maybe it is. Yeah, the Gondor, the, the yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, of Gondor, yeah. Yeah. just yeah, just Return of the King. Okay, but this guy is just <laughs> an asshole, and of course he's grief you know he's he's grieving over boromir dying but then faramir is just like doesn't exist in his mind now and then (laughs) he literally tries to set his son on fire who's just unconscious Mm -hmm. and i hate the way when he's eating the chicken the first time you see him yeah and the tomatoes the tomato oh god i hate that guy he's the worst yeah i was gonna mention 
I don't think I've ever mentioned to either one of you how I can't watch that part of the movie when he's eating and singing. Yeah. Like when, uh, when is it Pippin or Mary? Pippin. I always get them confused. Oh. Is singing, and fucking Peter Jackson's got to zoom in on this motherfucker eating. And John Noble does a great job as as that character, mm. and I enjoy John Noble and later things like Fringe. But I can't watch that part. Yeah, I got to get past it. What a great, he's a terrible yeah, person. That's a great pick. Great pick. All right, so I have two. My honorable mention again is TV, and is, and I'm really just bringing this up because this is one of the first people that comes to mind as a worst parent, and it's Gemma from Sons of Anarchy, because she is the catalyst to make everything in that show. That people, every terrible situation, it's her fault. Hmm. She's made her son the way he is. She kills her son's fucking fiance, then covers that up. Like, she's a terrible, terrible human being. I fucking hate Gemma. <laughs> but the worst parent, I'm I'm going, I'm zigging instead of zagging. And I'm going with a, with a grandparent. Ooh. And remember how I always talk about how much I hate Jenny? <laughs> you know who I, who I hate more? Grandpa Joe from fucking Willy oh, Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> that... Fucking sack of shit. <laughs> Dude, family is eating cabbage water. Yeah. Every day. Little little fucking Charlie Bucket gets a little extra money from his paper route. And oh here, we're gonna buy bread and everything. What does he do? Four grandparents saves a little bit just for Grandpa Joe so he can have some fucking chewing tobacco. Pipe, yeah. yeah. Or or I'm sorry, uh, uh for uh, tobacco for his pipe. Like and Grandpa Joe isn't like nah 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 nah. He's like cool cool cool. Give it up. And then <laughs> poor mom is working like cleaning uh, lawn like doing laundry for people. Charlie wins the 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 get, you know, gets the golden ticket. Is gonna go to 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 Wonka's factory. Doesn't invite mom. No. Invites Grandpa Joe. And Grandpa Joe doesn't say nah 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 nah. Give it to your mom. <laughs> He's like cool. I'll get it. And guess what? Ha ha, motherfuckers. I can walk. Dance <laughs> <laughs> too. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Human being. Yeah. I fucking hate that guy. Good job. Hate him. Yeah. Then, just real quick, goes to the factory and is like, ah, don't follow the fucking rules. Let's let's go the fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> then when Willy Wonka's like, hey, you cheated, who's the first person to be like, hey, we're gonna give fucking Slugworth, you know, mm-hmm. he wants that everlasting gobstopper. Yeah, fuck you, Willy Wonka, even though we broke your rules, we're gonna go sell it. Not the kid. Yeah. The adult in the situation's like, fuck you, we're going to go sell it to him. And the kid's like, no, 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 no. Grandpa Joe, yeah. eat a dick. <laughs> That's another great pick letter. that I'm disappointed yeah. that I didn't think about. What a, yeah, what a. I'm a grandparent, you know, I mm-hmm. took some liberties with parent, but. Good choice. Yeah, I'll allow it. Also, you could shoehorn Jenny into that as well. <laughs> the way she's treating that fucking kid. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> fucking Jenny. All right, <laughs> I feel better. Uh, best coworker, Damien. All right. This is, by the way, this is the hardest one for me. This one was definitely tough, and I don't have an honorable yeah. mention here. Uh, I only have I only have my one, and I went with Tom Hanks and Big, because pre mm, what a good answer. Yeah, pre like tech and and like you know we have slides and ball pits at work. This was it. This, like yeah. his vision <laughs> of like being an adult and having a job is is what you wanted. Yeah, he was like OG Google. Totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I can't imagine like a better person to go to work and hang out with. It's true. So you think the the, the person that's like a child in an adult's body that like, that's who you got to work with? It doesn't matter about production. 
No. Like it's all about just like <laughs> what you're doing when you're there. No. Yeah. Not about actual work. No, 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 no. I dig it. Yeah, because it's like it's all <laughs> I dig it. you, you, you like will leave jobs uh, and join yeah. jobs because of people. It's like the cliche thing, but it's one hundred percent true. Absolutely. Yeah. The work environment is much more important than the actual work. Totally. Absolutely. Okay, Tyler. That's why I chose Fezic from Princess Bride. <laughs> this dude just so enjoyable to be around. What a great personality. You know, Offers peanuts. <laughs> peanut? A peanut. Yeah. It's not in the most honorable line of work, but I mean, nope. when you need work done, I mean, he's, he's can help you out no matter what you need, put you on your back, put him on, put you on his back and climb up the, to the tops of the cliffs of insanity. And he's just a great guy to be around. And Could also be the, the best friend category. True. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he and Inigo Montoya, they just got all this great banter, the type of, you know, every job that I've really liked. It's just like Damien said, you know, it's, it's the people who make the job worthwhile. Just shooting the shit with this guy, you know, trying to rhyme word after word. It's great stuff. Love Fezzik. What a- so the murder and kidnapping that and trying to start essentially like a world war. That doesn't matter. I mean, he's just kind of going along. He, yeah. You know. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's right. a fantastic pick. I feel like, you know, you could like put him in a different job and, and there's going to be less of the things that that make him maybe not a great person, but like mm-hmm. his core personality character, char- sorry, excuse me, characteristics mm-hmm. uh, are somebody that you want to, to be around who'd just be fun to be near. Yep. Yeah. Like you could kidnap people or you could like, just go like, you know, drop a sledgehammer on, on fucking rocks all day. Right. Like either <laughs> one, he's still going to be a fun guy to be around. Is what yep. you're saying. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Like I, if there were partners, like two person, uh, like Uber Eats crews, <laughs> this is my guy. <laughs> What about the size? Like Uber Eats, like he's a big ass dude. So like, if you have to be confined in a small area with him, that might not be. That might not be. Fun. I'm okay with that. We'll we'll get like a, okay. a truck or something. Well, I mean, you're small, and Eagle Montoya might be on the smaller size as what well, side as well. So I, I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't have two dudes like Fezic though. No, no, no. no. The sheer size. That's yeah. too much volume. Yeah. All right. So my best coworker, I went with a group, and it's the Anchorman crew, mm. <laughs> and this was the hardest one for me. But again, when I think like. Everything you guys are saying about just having fun, does anybody have more fun than the crew, the Anchorman crew at work? No. I mean, Ron, Brian, Brick, and Champ. Like, you see them in different <laughs> – they're doing everything together. They're having fun. Then they get into a fucking fight to the death. They all got your back. You know, no, you know, don't hit the face. It just – they seem like a great crew. Doesn't, a lot of laughs. Doesn't Brick have a grenade at one point? <laughs> He has a grenade. He has a, a trident. trident. Yeah. You know, he, he killed the man with a trident. <laughs> I saw that. That escalated quickly. Mm-hmm. It's just, it seems like a fun crew, yep. right? Bit of a boys club, though, obviously. Total true. boys club. Total boys club, but just fun. You have a bunch of different personalities. I just think it seems like a fun time. I think you take them out of the 70s when that type of, you know, the womanizing is is, is acceptable. You bring them into modern times, then you get rid of some of the, the flaws, and they just have yeah, fun. They, they all. I think they start to learn though. The womanizing obviously is not appropriate as the movie <laughs> goes on. So, but take that aside. Uh, you know, take that out. We're, we're not talking about Fezzik being a murderer. <laughs> so we're not talking about this crew being womanizers. Just seems like a fun, fun work environment. I mean, sure. to be fair, you did talk about Fezzik being a murderer. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I 
but I conceded that he still seems like a fun person to work with. <laughs> Bear. <laughs> All right. Worst coworker, Damien. Okay. So so for worst coworker, I'm going to say my honorable mention is Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street. Be- is it, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just got to jump in there. Isn't he the same reason that... Tom Hanks from Big is a good coworker. DiCaprio would be a good coworker because of the work environment. No, Tom Hanks has pure intentions and he is innocent. He just okay. is there to like have a good time and he wants to do the thing that he's passionate about. He's he's what we I all gotcha. want to be. Right. Okay. Leo, on the other hand, <laughs> is a drug addict. Um, but he shares. He does. He does share. Um, but he's basically using you as a coworker to get richer so that he can um, do more quaaludes and <laughs> like hire more strippers and mm-hmm. and do a lot of midgets. Yeah, well, I don't think you can use that word anymore. Um, dwarves? I think it's just little people. Okay. Okay. I apologize. Yeah. Um, and he's he's not looking out for your best interests at all. Like when the shit hits the fan, like he's giving everybody up. Mm. Okay. So yeah, and that's it. That's it. Okay. All right. I don't. I don't agree with it, but we'll go with it. Tyler. Yeah, I can't argue with it. <clears throat> It'd that's be true. A, like you, you, you don't want to argue with it, but then I can see like some benefits to it too. But I got you. Sure, yeah. Um, for worst coworker, I'm going with Marcus Brody. Bless his little heart from Indiana Jones. <laughs> He's just a colossal screw up. And easily, to me, the worst person you could have on, you know, working with you on any assignment. Um, he's really only in Last Crusade. He's not in Temple of Doom. He's in smaller bits, and you don't see any of the, like, the drawbacks of him as a co-worker in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. But, but what you see of him in Last Crusade is just this clueless, bumbling fool who means well, all the best intentions. Um, <laughs> the scene that sums it up really up for me is... The Nazis are looking for the the map to the Holy Grail. And Indy tells him, he says, you know, he knows a dozen languages. He's got a two-day head start. With any luck, he's already got the Grail. You'll never see him again. And then they cut to Brody and Alexandretta. (laughs) And he's asking all the locals if they speak English. And he has no (laughs) fucking clue what he's doing. And then they get the map and and everything almost goes to shit. Um, But yeah, Marcus Brody. But he's lovable, man. Of course he's lovable. But would you so trust him? Would you trust him to do anything of importance? Well, in the first one, he's he's very much like the person who's getting Indy all of his work. So that he's two different characters. He's a, he's they they paint him in a completely different light right. in the first one than than the third one, which I get. You know. All right, so I have two. My honorable mention is going to be Biff Tannen because that <laughs> motherfucker has you do all his work. He borrows your car. He wrecks it. Then he complains that you only have light beer. <laughs> Um, he's a terrible human being. He also might rape your wife. <laughs> but again, I thought this was going to be a slam dunk, and I'm I'm a little sad that you guys didn't didn't go with this. And it's going to be Dennis Nedry. Oh, from fucking Jurassic what Park. A great oh pick. God. <laughs> uh, uh, he literally uh. is going to kill all of you for selfish reasons. Yep. <laughs> like you're all going to die, including children, because he wants to catch a check. <laughs> and they allude to he has some financial issues. Yep. And I'm only talking about the movie version because the, the book version is, is very different. 
he's alluding to like he might have some like dicey issues with finances and then Hammond acknowledges it and says hey I don't blame people for their past mistakes but I do ask that they pay for them so Nedry has some real like selfish narcissistic ways to the point where he's going to literally let everybody on the island die Mm -hmm. get eaten by the way not a quick death (laughs) hunted down and eaten by a velociraptor and then he's got the douchey nah nah uh, Mm. uh, 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 you didn't say the magic word bullshit I'm I'm out. I'm super out on Dennis Nedry. He's infuriating. Fuck that guy. What an iconic scene. I'm glad scene, he gets though. eaten. Yeah. Which uh, one? He's every scene to me when he that that Wayne Knight is in in that movie is iconic. Of the ah uh, ah uh, uh part where like Sam Jackson's <laughs> the computer and you see that thing pop up and it's like ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, and then Sam Jackson yeah. slides over and he's like please. <laughs> the thing I always remember about that is if you notice Sam Jackson first of all is smoking the whole movie. Yeah. But he's got the longest, like, ash hanging off his fucking... That thing is burnt down to the filter. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow the ash doesn't fall out. Yeah. yeah, man. What a great... I'm glad he gets eaten. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a great, great point. But he's the fucking worst co-worker in any movie to me ever. Yeah, that's a great pick. Didn't think of because it. Because he literally wants you to die. Yeah. I love it. Um... And, and and he's even terrible to fucking uh, uh, the dude who's who's hired him. Right. To fucking steal the stuff. He's even like trying to out him like, hey, nobody cares. Yeah. You mean it's Dotson? You mean Dotson, got Dotson here. here. Dotson here. <laughs> nobody And nobody then cares. he's like, you can pay for my fucking meal too, Nedry. Yeah. yeah. Don't get, and you don't know get Nedry. cheap on me now. Oh, look, I'm not trying to be a dick. You know he ate a, a good amount at that fucking meal. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not a svelte guy. Don't get yeah. cheap on me. <laughs> yeah, don't get cheap on me. That was fucking Hammond's mistake. Fuck that guy, man. Yeah. All right, hang David, on. Best leader. Hang on. So for worst yeah, coworker, yeah. I can't remember if I mentioned this or not, but Leo was actually my my um, honorable honorable mention. mention. Yeah, my okay. my first pick, which is definitely nowhere close to as good as as yours, uh, Anthony, was Ben Affleck in Triple Frontier. <laughs> what a what a random. I know. What a fucking random. Super way. random, but he is the worst because you think he's a good dude, and you're like, you're building a team for work, and he has the skill set that you need, and he's gonna be the best. You bring him on, and and like ultimately, his greed gets you know a good chunk of your team killed. Yeah. There is no point in that movie where you see what Ben Affleck looks like and you're like, ah, he's at the peak of his performance. <laughs> the top of the top of skills, right? Like his skills are razor sharp. Yeah. Like he looks like he's, you know, three weeks into a bender and is more puffy than I am. <laughs> like it's not it's a bad look. Dude. It is bad. It's bad. And he's like pulling beers out and cracking them open in the truck while he takes his yeah. daughter to school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sucks, yeah. dude. I mean, he died with the donkey though, didn't he? No, the donkey dies first. Uh, the donkey does die first. Yeah, falls off the... Did you ever watch that, Tyler? No, I never saw it. Yeah, I, I think we just spoiled it for you. He doesn't make it to the end. Well, you guys, the review you gave was not uh, inviting in terms of me wanting to watch it, so... It's good. Yeah, it's a, I it's a good it. action movie. Yeah, it's something I actually probably would go back and watch eventually just to see how it holds up. Yeah. I mean, it's got a fucking murderous row cast. Yeah, though. it does, yeah. I'm a sucker for Oscar Isaacs and Charlie Hunnam, mm-hmm. so... I'll, I'll watch anything either one of those guys are in. It's good. I enjoyed it. It's not bad. It's uh, It's not what I thought it was going to be, if I remember correctly. It's it's much more of like a... I thought they were going to be in the house 
I recall like dealing with that shit for a long time, and that's not what it ha- what what happens. Mm. I thought I recalled you guys giving a really lukewarm review on it, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, I think it was it it met what my expectations would be for at that point, like a Netflix movie, which again that wasn't a a, a real thing at that point. True. I think it was was what I expected, or maybe even better than I expected. So. Yeah. All right, Damien. Uh, best leader. Okay, so best leader was another category that I sort of struggled with as well, um, and so there's a little bit of like room for interpretation with what what leader means for this. My first pick, or sorry, my honorable mention was Sigourney Weaver in Alien, mm. because mm-hmm. because yeah, just like a super strong woman um, isn't going to take people's bullshit and basically like knows knows what the right thing is to do yeah so and and she's not like technically leading anything but she's like clearly a leader well yeah, she ends up being the leader by her actions though like she's not the person in charge at the exactly moment. Yeah, but ripley ends up being the leader yeah, yeah absolutely uh and for similar reasons my actual number one pick was furiosa from fury road mm. okay. because also just like straight up bad bitch um and and like she she's she's willing to do whatever is right you know for the thing that she believes is right uh rather so i i admire that um yeah yeah she's awesome i need to go back and watch that again i haven't watched it in a while i watched it fairly recently and it still absolutely holds up the the like complete (laughs) ludicrousness if if we can call that a word, I don't know if that's actually a word or not. Anyway, it's it's absolutely amazing. It still totally holds up. It's so fun to watch. Yeah, I'm a. I that's still one of my most fond memories of watching a movie at home was when you and I were just like, "Hey, you want to watch this Mad Max movie that fucking is probably gonna suck, but like looks maybe like it could be cool?" And then you and I just sitting there like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this?" The dude strapped to the front. Yeah. Of the truck, just play, just ripping yeah. on the guitar and like flames coming out, and then Nicholas Holt like huffing, fucking was it dust or yeah, I don't remember what like they call chrome, it. Chrome, chrome, chrome paint. <laughs> just it's a great day to be alive or whatever yeah. he fucking says. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited about the prequel of that with Anya Taylor Joy. I think absolutely she'll do good. Yeah. All right, that's a good one, Tyler. That's a great pick. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm going with Hermione. Hermione Granger from Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Mm-hmm. Anthony, mm-hmm. I, you and I had a, a debate, mini debate on text once, I believe, about who was more important in that little trio of friends to the whole mission sure. in the Harry Potter movies. I said Hermione. You said I was an idiot and that it's clearly Harry. And after reading the books, I realized that you are correct. Harry is the MVP. He's the one who nothing happens really without him. But if I'm looking sure. for a leader, someone who... <clears throat> can craft this really well thought out plan smartest person in the room brave will do anything that's necessary uh and really just be the best type of leader i'm going with hermione um also someone you mentioned that harry casts this big shadow very true and even though ron and hermione are doing so much along the way in all seven books all eight movies she doesn't seek credit to me if i'm like, right. thinking like in the normal world in real world the best leader is somebody who's not stealing the shine from anybody who's working with them. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, love Hermione. 
Yeah, so she Hermione was one of my is my honorable mention uh, for a lot of the reasons you just said. Again, I don't think she's as important in the books as she is in the movies, mm-hmm. um, but she is the most level-headed, logical person in the group, and obviously the smartest. And a lot of the shit goes. If you're just going with Ron and and, and Harry, they're so emotional, mm-hmm. it's not gonna not gonna go right. A lot of the plans, and then she also has a point in the in the movies where they're talking about what they're gonna do after after school, and because she is so noble. She just wants to help people. And she says that, and I believe she says she wants to go into some sort of government so she can just help people. Right. So she's not seeking any of the attention, which is, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going with, uh, Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think for all the same reasons for Hermione, he's not looking for shine. He is doing everything for the greater good. It's not for him. It's not for Gondor. It's not for mankind. It's not for, it's just for everybody. Like he's mm-hmm. looking out for everybody. And he, takes the lead with the with the 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 fellowship not because he has to or he's obligated just because he knows it's the right thing to do and he's looking after the hobbits like he's just doing everything he's supposed to do but then he's also listening to everybody taking into their taking account their feelings like what they want to do he's like the epitome to me of a perfect leader and wasn't one of my favorite characters in the movie originally and as I've gotten older I enjoy that character more, I think, than anybody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. So, yeah, he's awesome. All right, Damien, worst leader. So, for worst leader, I, like I said, for, for leaders overall, I struggled a little bit. And for worst leader, I had one that came to mind immediately, and, and I just stuck with that one, uh, which was the Emperor in Star Wars. <laughs> which I feel like has got to be on right. everybody's at least honorable mention list. And so I'm thankful sure. that I'm going first here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the, the like, I is literally just evil. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so the epitome of evil check, right? <laughs> Worst Hit leader. It. Also <laughs> like, you know, what's up with the voice? What's up with the, like the hand thing, the force, yeah. the force lightning yeah. hands. All right. Yeah, I struggled with that. I was going to go with, uh, I mean, I won't tell you who I went with, but I, I thought a lot about Star Wars. And I, I was going more towards the resistance, like the rebels, mm. because all that shit gets fucked up. It's true. Like nobody's able to figure anything out <laughs> except for Luke. And that's just by, because he has the force. Mm-hmm. Like Mon Mothma, fucking all of the all the characters in all the movies, the leaders, you never see them in that, in the other <laughs> movies because something always happens to them or sh- their plans go fucking awry or their planet gets blown up. So whatever. Tyler. I went with Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I think nobody is a worse manager than Darth Vader. Um, sure. He's You goof up one thing, he's going to fucking choke you out with either his mind or his big-ass hand. Um, it's just completely unreasonable. Uh, yeah. unre- unreasonable expectations doesn't care i mean i understand you don't want to hear excuses you want work done but <laughs> you've got to have some some compassion or some understanding the worst no is, management skills right right and the worst is he shows up to uh second death star it's under construction the commander there's like you know we're i assure you this will be all uh you know operational according to plan he's like well better hurry the fuck up because the emperor's on his way you know no heads up no email, like, hey, you know, you guys might want to hurry it up here. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we shot double our efforts. <laughs> right. Say what you want. Yeah, he like, gets results. 
He does. Okay, so spoiler alert, mine is also Darth Vader. <laughs> um, I would pivot to something else, but he's literally the only one I have. I have a lot of the same things you wrote down. Okay, so specifically in that scene, he's telling the dude like, hey, get this shit done. The emperor's on his way. And he's like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you you can tell him when he gets here. <laughs> you have the force. <laughs> How about you do some fucking manual labor <laughs> with your brain and fucking help us assemble some shit, bro? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. Okay, look. He, fits of rage, yes. will murder people, <laughs> jealous, flip-flops. Like, he's not even, like... He's, his convictions are are wishy washy, right? He's all ride or die for the for the dark side, and then he ends up killing his boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, he's just terrible, yeah. man. Yeah. All I can see is like a child in that suit when I think about him. That's just like up or down, yeah. and I guess Adam Driver to a point as as Ben Solo or Kylo Ren. Kind of, you see that a little more, mm-hmm. which he's just a cheap version of Darth Vader, but you see the up and down a little more. And that's what I envision like Hayden Christensen now being in the Darth Vader suit and just raging. Like he's a kid on Call of Duty that's ke- he keeps getting killed and he just rages. <laughs> he rage quits. But instead of like quitting, he chokes somebody out. <laughs> Vader sucks, dude, as a leader. Yeah. Great character, shitty leader. But to Damien's point, results. He does get the results. Yeah. He also really is the complete polar opposite of tom hanks and big (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes yeah absolutely all nobody's having fun right all the good qualities of tom hanks and big darth vader is the opposite of (laughs) yeah he's not having nobody's having fun no Uh -uh. the unless we just don't see it no yeah probably not i don't think he's capable and i i'm sure he's not really like locked into the the work you know uh uh what you're supposed to have, you know, he gets his break after six hours. Like he's not locked into those things. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you get your 15 minute break after three hours, you get your hour break after, you know, before the sixth hour, like he's not locked into all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like double the efforts, get shit done. I'm going to go fucking sit in my chamber. Yeah. <laughs> he's for sure texting you at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Asking why shit's not yeah. done. Like, why isn't the Death Star done? Yeah. See, it's terrible. I don't know if he gets results uh, along the way. Sure, some here and there, but under his watch, two Death Stars got blown up. <laughs> yeah, but also under his watch, they became the uh, Galactic Empire. True. Okay. All right. All right. So, you know, and the Death Star and the first one gets blown up, you know, because of Rogue One, because somebody, they bring in the, f- the, the one person that can design it mm-hmm. is the person who doesn't want to work for them and they kill his, the fucking wife. Yeah. So like, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> Like maybe just find somebody else, yeah. Like Jim or somebody who's like the second most qualified Jim. architect to build the Darth Star- Death Star that you didn't kill his fucking family <laughs> and won't have a vendetta against you. It'd be like just saying, man. And he gets Grand Moff Tarkin killed. Yeah, because he can't fucking shoot the he can't shoot Luke. <laughs> I'm just saying, like he's not a good dude. All right, Damien. What are we on here? We are on the last. The last one, last, last, uh, last topic, the last category, best robot companion. All right. So for best robot companion, uh, my honorable mention is Sonny from iRobot because, because obviously it's a good one. Yeah. Because obviously he's a robot. He's like the easiest (laughs) robot to hang out with, right? It's not like you don't have to worry about. Uh, I can't go here with my robot because there's stairs. 
or something or something that's going to like interfere with your life. He sure he's got legs. Right, he has legs and he's capable of going up and down them, up and down stairs, which is very difficult for robots, at least now anyway. <laughs> um, but like he also has you know the whole human element where you don't actually have to feel guilty of, of the whole like robot servant thing. Sure. Which which I like. So anyways, Sunny Sunny's in that slot. But my number one pick has got to be Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Mm-hmm. With no legs. With no legs. And I'm totally cool with that. We're Doesn't he have like the, the like the it's like, like, a, like tank tracks? Yeah. Tank tracks yeah. yeah, he has the treads. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Five is alive, Johnny man. That's all yeah. I remember about Johnny that Johnny Five is alive. So does that make you Gutenberg? <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> that makes you the goose maybe all right man i don't remember enough about that movie to even question anything so if that's where you're going i dig it yeah yeah i mean it's been a really long time since i've since, uh, since i've seen that movie were there more than one or was there more than two. one there's two right might, might have been three but i think two there might be sure. two yeah i couldn't i couldn't yeah. remember the specifics between the two of them and honestly i remember very few details of of the first one uh but i remember he was just so funny and cool and he could mm-hmm. hang out with yeah. like literally anybody that it just sure. seems like somebody you'd want to to kick it with. Complete opposite of the 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 iRobot guy though. Right, who's right. like thoughtful, you can sit down and talk about the meaning of life and existence um and have an existential crisis with whereas Johnny 5 is yeah. like just down to hang. Yeah. <laughs> just a good yeah. hang. The iRobot dude, we were talking about Alan Tudyk and that's who played him. Oh, really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yep. I don't know if he does like the mocap. He plays the voice. Though. Yeah, yeah. Also, he's the robot in Rogue One, who's also a great robot. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Tyler? Johnny Five is on my honorable mention. Love that guy. Those movies are great. Do you remember the montage sequence in Short Circuit 2 with the two uh, holding out for a hero to playing that song? Oh, such a good... I'll have to send the clip. Yeah. John, Johnny Five's <laughs> doing some shit to save the day. Love it. Um, with with tire treads, yeah, or with a uh, tank treads. Yep. Okay, right. it was really hard to not put R two D two number one for me. Um, all the obvious reasons, he's the best ever. I'll just I'll say that, but I'll go with uh, the Iron Giant for my my best my pick, <clears throat> best robot companion. Really good kids movie, um, and uh, love that guy. Iron Giant saves the day. Befriends this little Vin Diesel. Bef- huh? Yeah, yeah. I said Vin Diesel. Yep. Befriends this kid who needs a friend and. Government, fucking U.S. government's going fucking ape shit, <laughs> trying to find out what's going on and opening fire on a town in this small town, trying to kill his <laughs> robot. Iron Giant, poor guy. All right, makes an appearance in uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, like a, a pretty massive appearance. Okay, yep. I'm really disappointed in you guys because there's a there's one answer, and it's the Terminator from Terminator Two. That I thought that yeah. But is there is there a better like he is sent back in time to just to save your life. Yeah. And he doesn't want anything and he learns from you. So if you like have a good relationship, if you want him to be a good hang, Damien, guess what he turns out to be? A good hang. <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> Breaking dudes hands that are trying to pick on you like Terminator the, the Terminator cuz he's not the T1 whatever, mm-hmm. he's the Terminator of that movie. 
in the second movie is the best robot companion of all time. The only thing I would say was better, and it's from TV, is Summer Glau's version, Cameron, in the show because it's Summer Glau, mm-hmm. but I digress. <laughs> the Terminator is the answer. Like, this is the only answer to me. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought about that one as well, but I already had okay. given the Emperor answer, and I was like, I can't, I can't come in here with two, like, really obvious answers. Okay. See, the Terminator wasn't... That was like... I thought of it finally, and I was like, ah, this is the best, yeah. and I, it took me a while to get there. <laughs> so I didn't think of it as a, an obvious answer. Like R2-D2, C-3PO, those mm-hmm. were honest, like, I thought, too easy of answers. Yeah. Um, but Terminator wasn't 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 the guy. I struggled. And then I... Go ahead. No, go I was ahead. just going to say, I struggled with the robot one um, overall, the companion, like, you know, good and evil type thing. Uh, and and yeah. that one seemed like it was literally the very first thing that came to mind in robot companion anything. Okay. All right. So our final, final uh, question, worst robot companion. And I think we're all going to have the same answer for this. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Damien. All right. So what's your worst robot? Companion? So worst robot companion. My honorable mention is David from Prometheus. Because you think he's there to help you, but the guy really doesn't care. He has his own agenda, and he's for sure willing to sacrifice you to get whatever it is he wants. Do you ever really think he's there to help you, though? No. I mean, you kind of know, but he's supposed to be there to help you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You think, like, oh, Fastbender's such a nice guy. Right. Like, <laughs> he's got yeah, the Welsh accent. Exactly. Like, he's going to be soft. He's got soft skin. Yeah. Like, he seems nice. Yeah. Yeah, you listen to the accent, okay. you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's trustworthy. Yeah, and he's handsome. And yeah, super mm-hmm. handsome. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Not Murder. so much. My number one pick is a pair, uh, and it is Evil Ted and Evil Bill from Bill and Ted's Bogus <laughs> oh Journey. What a great answer. Oh, man. That's great. Oh, what a great answer. Because... And they try to marry the girls, yeah. man, the queens, or the the princesses. I mean, they're just the absolute worst. The worst. Like, I know it's like oversimplified calling them just evil and then insert the name, but it could not be any more appropriate. <laughs> they're the best, and I'm so I'm I'm proud of you. <laughs> Hopefully, I redeem myself. Great. Those are that's a great answer. You, if if we're d- determining a winner in this, you win, it's man. Some of your answers here yeah. are just. I mean, I think yeah. we've all come with some good stuff, but Damien, wow. From beginning yeah. to end. Thank you. It was worth that day of research. <laughs> I did. I, yeah, I did zero <laughs> research. I literally <laughs> sat at the at the kitchen table thinking about it, uh, and I talked to Miranda about it. That's a great... Has she watched that movie? I can't imagine she Bill likes it. Bill and Ted? The second one specifically. I don't know. We didn't. I didn't ask her specifically about that one. The first one is a rock solid yes. movie. Yeah. To this day is great. Yeah. Second one... Fun. I enjoyed the third one. I know you didn't like the third mm. one. I still haven't seen. All it. right, Tyler. All right, worst robot companion. I only this might have been the one that made me think of this category, like this this mm-hmm. podcast topic, because um, it was such an obvious thing when I thought of it. And, right. And it's Ava from Ex Machina. Mm. Yep. I mean, that's. I thought we were all three going to have the same answer. Yeah. She is. Artificial intelligence to to the max. You know, she's so she learns everything. She's manipulative, and you don't suspect it. She makes you feel valued, makes you feel some companionship. 
and then you're in this place so far removed from from uh, civilization you get there by helicopter and you're stuck in this room the guy who invited you there your boss dead and you're screaming hey friend you know we we built a bond help me out get me out of here he, he doesn't think he, he doesn't think she's his friend well there's there is a connection there on some right. level right so not friend but yeah. there's a connection and He's she just fuck. turns around <laughs> and says i'm out yeah yeah man that's my number one as well um she gets you to kill your boss because you think that you're going to have some sort of a sexual relationship mm-hmm. with the robot and then she's like nope you're going to die in here too i'm out <laughs> and is there a worse is there a worse robot than no. that like you know who would never do that to you c-3po right. you know what i'm saying like c-3po is not trying to fuck you and then like later <laughs> c-3po is not trying to get you to kill like han right. yeah man terrible and and absolutely terrible. and the way she makes you die yeah well he's gonna die slowly right exactly yeah, there's no happy ending for him. No. It's gonna take a long time, and and then she's gonna go into the world and probably be a, a, a you know sociopath right. or a psychopath, whatever. I don't know. I don't know if a robot can be either one of those. <laughs> yeah, man, she sucks. Yeah, but she's great. Fucking yeah. even evil Bill and evil Ted though. <laughs> what a great answer. Yeah. I was wondering if anybody was gonna put um, Phoebe Waller Bridge, the uh, with the robot she plays in Solo. Solo. She's good, hmm. but it's awkward because they 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 allude to her and uh, Landau having a sexual relationship. There's something there that's kind so of creepy. It's, yeah, it's uncomfortable mm. because she is not human like. Not at all. <laughs> at all, she looks like Johnny Five. <laughs> so it's like super uncomfortable. <laughs> um, all right, Damien. I think Damien won. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. I don't. I don't know how you score this, but I think Damien won. Yeah. I'll take it. But I mean, Jenny is still the yeah. best answer. This, if there's a single best answer, it's Jenny. <laughs> oh, Grandpa Joe was pretty good, too. Grandpa yeah. Joe was your best answer for me. Yeah. yeah you had some good ones. Everybody, I think everybody had some really good yeah. ones. Yeah, I'd agree. Fezzik was a good oh, one. Fezzik Anybody great. want a peanut? Little Real Howry, though. That guy. What a way to, what a way to yeah, start man. this podcast. Yeah, dude. You brought heat. Like You, you <laughs> came in, and you threw like 102... Yeah. And you threw like a three, you know, three inning no hitter. You just got us to where we needed yeah. to go. You you brought the you brought the goods. Do what I can. That's a good one. This was a fun one. Yeah, this guys. was fun. Long, way longer than I thought it was going to go. I thought we were going to struggle to to fill the time, but it, it was uh, it was good. Tyler, anytime you have any other ideas, man, just just throw them over here. All right. I don't. I mean, I might start taking them as my own. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not here for credit. <laughs> All right, guys. Tyler, I mean, I think you and I are pretty much doing a podcast a week. We are. For like five weeks in a row. So that's exciting. Damien's got the week off. Team Wolf. I thought you were on the Team Wolf one. Is that you, me, Greg? No, it's yeah. Rob. Oh, good, Rob. Bobby. It's Bobby Leonard's triumphant return. Unless Damien also wants to jump on. Talk about talk about dicks in the, in the <laughs> I stands. I think I might pass on that one. Dang. Do you want Do you want to just come in just for that, like to discuss that scene? Mm, I think I'm going to pass. Can you and Miranda just watch Teen Wolf <laughs> instead of like you don't have to be on the podcast? You just watch yeah, it maybe. this week. Let's do that. I can okay. probably commit. And to then that. just you guys might as well just throw in Teen Wolf two after. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one's gonna be a little and harder. Don't don't forget it's not T W O. Right. It's T O O. Like he's a Teen Wolf as Got well. It. 
Okay, I wasn't sure if you got, got it. They should have they should have named it Teen Wolf as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Wolf, comma as well. <laughs> like, cause you need a little, you need you know, need break. for dramatic effect. Yeah. All right, guys, this was a, this was a good one. I enjoyed it. Tyler, you look like you want to say. I was something. just gonna say, Damien, the movie you need to watch is coming to America. Back to the Future Three. Yeah. yeah. We yeah we talked about it. Uh, Marin and I talked about watching it, so it's it's pretty much queued up. Maybe this weekend. Okay. Has Miranda not seen no, that? No, she either? definitely has. She like kind of gave and? me some shit because I hadn't seen it and didn't remember it. <laughs> okay. It's good, dude. I, I again, there might be. I can't think of anything except for, you know, that he has servants that wash his balls. I don't know that there's anything else that might not, that hold up, that doesn't hold up well. Yeah. All right. Because the movie isn't doesn't come from like a shitty place. Right. It's a very like happy movie. Akeem is a happy ass character. Like that's who Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy plays, and he's just super happy the whole All time. Right. Sam Jackson, man, you're gonna get a little cameo from Sam Jackson. Yeah. I'm in. That might be like the first time I ever saw him in Same a movie. Here. That or Goodfellas, I can't remember. Hmm. All right, man, I'm super happy yeah. for you. I'm kind of jealous. Tyler, are you gonna watch Back to the Future Three pretty soon? I am. <laughs> it's not happening. I will. No, nah, it's not gonna happen. I'm going to watch it right now. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a damn lie. <laughs> That's a goddamn lie. Right. What's your name, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler doesn't get nope. it. All right. Damien, what kind of moccasins are those? Oh, God. I just, I'm going to have to go watch it right now. <laughs> Nike? Nike? Is that what he yeah. says? He's wearing <laughs> Nikes? Oh, man. I'm going to actually... The laughs and I'm going to watch it after I watch City Slickers. Oh, but after coming to America. Somewhere in there. We're, we're going to go triple header tonight. It's going to be a long night. Wow. Look, we're going to wrap it up. But off topic, I was just flipping through Hulu. Because you never really go to Hulu for movies. At least mm-hmm. I don't. Dude, there's a lot of shit on there that I was like, holy fuck. We talk about these movies a lot. Like, randomly, Johnny Mnemonic is on wow. there. <laughs> All the Austin Power movies oh, are nice. on there. There's like a lot of shit that we talked about that is on okay. there. And so I feel like they might be listening to us. I'll take it. Yeah. Disney might be, uh, you know, might be listening to the pod. Nice. All right, boys. This was fun. I appreciate it. And we'll do it again. All right, everyone. That was a little bit of a different pod than we're used to doing. Hope everybody enjoyed it. I know I had a lot of fun doing it. Great idea by Tyler. Uh, thanks to Tyler and Damien for being on. Thanks to everybody for listening. Always ask for those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. You can always give us a follow on Instagram at the Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. Always shoot us an email, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com. We'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.